the questions I had for you today were centered around a continuation of our last conversation, which was recorded. We were talking about New Year's expectations, symbolisms, and pressure around New Year. It's been three weeks since New Year's, over three weeks, and I wanted to check in and see where you are in the present and just sort of take it from there. Okay, sounds good. So, hi, I'm Hadjar. Iwana and I have been best friends for a million years, so that's to give you some context. I think the last time we spoke, I was definitely in a state of being very overwhelmed. I'm still overwhelmed, don't get me wrong. I think I'm just a little better at organizing it because at the time, essentially, I was really overwhelmed because I had just started kind of working in a very, very new field and position as a production coordinator. Mm -hmm. And now I've done it a couple of times since then, so I feel a little more at ease with it. Uh, It's still terrifying because I still don't really know what I'm doing entirely, but the people that I've been working with have been very supportive, which is great. And I'm really appreciative to them for even giving me like opportunities to try this out. Especially since it's already a really hard field to get into. So I don't know how this opportunity sort of just fell into my lap. Very thankful for it. But besides that, a lot has happened in the month of January. Uh, you know the details. Yeah. Which I won't relay on to the podcast specifically, but just a lot of feelings that I haven't felt before. And they're just really overwhelming and confusing and... I'm still overwhelmed and confused about those more than I am about the job now. So it's been interesting trying to navigate those very brand new feelings, especially in such an unconventional format, which I know probably doesn't make too much sense to someone who doesn't have the context. But just know it's a weird situation and I'm confused, but it's okay (laughs) because confusion leads to epiphanies later. Totally. Well, first off, I just want to say you're such a good podcast guest. Like, I want to have you back already. (laughs) There is something about the way that you speak. It's not too loud. It's not too quiet. It's engaging. You know what I think it is? I made a little video diary entry about this a few months ago, which is that I think that my if one thing, if there's one thing that my master's taught me is how to speak better. I think that's probably the biggest takeaway that I got because it it's not so much that I learned how to not say like and um Mm -hmm. it's more that I learned that it's okay to take a pause rather than fill it with like or um Mm -hmm. it's fine to just pause think for a second and then continue your thought but it still comes out every once in a while for sure because we're all human but but yeah it's it's totally fine to take a pause and I feel like it also makes things a little more dramatic and engaging (laughs) totally I think something that I've been trying to work on is how quickly I speak and I think when I slow down and really take those pauses I am not saying like or um as much but when I'm like I'm like like I'm so and uh 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 but another thing I wanted to say was I think you so deserve this opportunity and honestly I think this is just the beginning and you with the the skill set and the motivation and the willingness and the hard work that 
that you've put in, I think this is just the beginning and more and more things are going to come to you. So I totally am not surprised at all that this opportunity is what you're doing in production and and that they're giving you so much responsibility. That's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about the situation, not what happened, but what realm was it in? I had a bit of a confusing romantic encounter in January, the beginning of January. I think it was very much one-sided and that's okay, but it led to a lot of epiphanies and realizations, one of which being that I absolutely do not need to settle because this person came out of literally nowhere, truly out of the blue, and somehow managed to check off all of my very important boxes in my little checklist, which I always thought was impossible to fulfill, but this person actually did, which was a shock to me. So I think that that experience taught me that while it might not be this person in particular, there is a whole multitude of people out there that probably exist that are similar to this person and that it's not just this one person and they there are many of them that exist out there and that it's okay to feel a little bit heartbroken over something that didn't end up actually transpiring into a romantic relationship. It's allow, You're allowed to feel your feelings and experience them no matter how silly they might feel because... Let me tell you, I feel silly, but it's okay. That's the scope. Totally. And being a, <coughs> being a human being <laughs> is one of the like silliest things you can do, <laughs> like straight up. And if you're not silly, like you're not, you're not, a human. You're not human, you know, feelings are so silly. Problems are so silly. Houses are, we built and then we live in this and then we like poop and then sometimes we get hungry and then we have to call someone and then we cry and then (laughs) then we go to sleep and then we wake up and there's like new challenges and new projects and new questions and new feelings. And I think your experience is interesting because it was a shock and usually when there's a shock, what comes after is a perspective change. Because you're so shocked that something like this could be possible or exist. And this could be in any realm. Like you're not expecting you wanted this job and you got something even better. And you're in so much shock. And the next thing to do is change your perspective. Like, oh, either I actually deserve this or it makes sense that I'm aligned with these sorts of opportunities and that there's more out there. And I think that really... Uh, echoes your experience of this perspective change but perspective changes aren't easy like they're really hard and they come with a lot of pain (laughs) a lot of pain when you go through experiences that really take you to your core and you're like crying and shitting and you don't even know what's happening but then you come and then but then you're also like why am i feeling like this but then you come out of it and your perspective is so different you truly do grow for the better but it's fucking painful oh sister i hear you yeah Yeah, 100 because i felt so stupid for feeling the amount of pain that i was in my opinion what i was experiencing way too much for the situation but at the same time through my dear friend uh carissa 
she is the best type of person to talk to in these situations because she's all about feeling every single emotion that you have to its fullest because she's a huge believer that if you don't feel it out in the moment that it's happening and you push it to the side, it's going to come back and it's going to come back worse, whether or not it's in a similar situation. So I really honed in on that, felt it all, no matter how ridiculous I was feeling. And you're absolutely right. It completely changed my perspective on dating and romance and life. And I think it made me all the more optimistic, to be completely honest, because I was very pessimistic about the idea of finding somebody because it just felt like an impossible feat. And upon evaluating said person, new boxes have been added as well. Like new check marks have been added because I realized that there are people that even it's like the job thing you just said, where you want this job and then you get something better. It's like, oh, you want this person, but there are even better people out there and you should not settle for less because they exist and your energy will attract their energy at the right time. So that's how I feel about that. (laughs) Totally. I think your life right now is very symbolic of new beginnings alongside the Gregorian New Year. I know there's different New Year's and beginnings in astrology, in different cultures. Is there a different Jordanian or Iraqi New Year? I think that there is, but not many people celebrate it. I know there's no Ruz, which is predominant in like Persian um, and Kurdish culture. But I don't know if the rest of Iraq celebrates it. But that happens in March. Okay, right on, right on. There's different new beginnings and we experienced one of them and throughout that one your life in every aspect was like perspective change new beginnings in terms of the work that you were doing and the the connections and the feelings that were coming up for you do you think the fast-paced nature of it all kind of amplified both experiences respectively it was definitely very very overwhelming it's still very very overwhelming i think that had they not happened at the same time i wouldn't have been able to force myself to stay grounded i think it was a really good exercise for my own state of mind or my own groundedness my own mental health like really making sure that despite everything that was going on that i prioritized my own mental health and prioritized my self-care Because it's so easy to get wrapped up in this stuff and not take care of yourself in the way that would actually allow you to experience these things to their fullest intent or, you know, think critically about what your next move is in any situation. And I think that me sort of forcing myself to remain grounded and remain in a positive state of mind was what helped me and is still helping me get through it. I had my days where I like just sulked and decided that I did not want to do anything, which is also part of self-care is healthy that you pick yourself back up and you're all good. But I've just been, I think that's why I also decided I would start like making up my fasting days this week or this, you know, few few weeks because it's just it's a very spiritual thing Ramadan so in case anybody doesn't know I'm Muslim and I celebrate Ramadan which you know happens at different times of the year this year it'll be in April it goes back 10 days every year 
And um, when you're on your period, you don't fast uh, because it's considered a break for the women. Um, it's optional to make up your days, I'm pretty sure, but I do just because I like to. And I'm making up my days this week, um, which is seven days. So it's been it's been really nice to sort of, you know, wake up super early. You know, it's like 630 and then I just kind of stay up. I'll take a nap throughout the day, but I'll stay up. It's been really helpful in terms of me being really productive and getting my work done and making sure that I have time to think over my emotions alongside working because with a job like a production job, it's very much like you're on all the time and you just need to answer emails and WhatsApp messages at any given moment. So it's nice to be able to have that time in the morning where no one is awake pretty much. Yeah for yourself to either be productive or take time for yourself or like do yoga or whatever. So I think in that case, having them be at the same time, these two experiences was helpful. It was a lot, but it was helpful. Yeah. When you're talking about fasting, I get this word that's, you know, kind of coming in my head of like detox. There was kind of an intense two or three weeks prior to this week. And now you're sort of going through a detox but like willingly kind of leaning into that as well I also kind of relate to that I've been feeling like things have been picking up for me and not anything external but just in terms of the things that I'm pushing towards so I have really been trying to grow and market my tarot business more I've been recording podcast episodes almost every day and it's been up for a week and this is going to be the fifth episode so I've really been creating a lot and I've been cooking a lot too so there's nothing that anyone else is expecting of me or anyone else coming into my life and making me feel like a lot's going on or that everything is fast paced but I still do just because of the endeavors that I'm exploring right now. I also think for me, the past three months, I felt kind of stuck. And so anything, anything that I tried that was new to get out of that would kind of feel like, whoa, this is fast paced. And this is where the silly stuff comes in. I was like, I don't want to lose myself to this, to this like hustling grind. Cause I was like sending out my podcast episodes to my friends, right? And I sent you the, the one and you know, everyone like was saying, oh, this is great. And I was like, I don't want to let this get to my head. I don't want the hustle and the fans. And I was just feeling like when I start creating and I'm producing and I'm working, I feel really manic. And I actually also considered, I was like, I need to explore bipolar disorder. <laughs> See if that's um something that needs to be looked at for me. <laughs> but what was I saying? <laughs> you right. So I was like putting out these episodes and sending it to people and editing a lot and just being really excited and into something creatively for the first time in a while. And I was like, this is so fast paced. And I kept drawing cards in tarot that were like balance. I think I if I don't check myself, can kind of get carried away. Even 
with things that I self-direct. <laughs> like I was self-directing this whole play of like, I'm going to start doing tarot more and I'm going to put out my podcast and I'm going to be like, cooking more. This week I was, I've been feeling really called to veganism, which is when you said that you wanted to make up your fasting days this week. I kind of related that to me wanting to go vegan because I did kind of feel like I needed this cleanse and this, it just felt right. So similar to you, I am trying to lean into balance more. Absolutely not wrong really? about the way you're feeling because it doesn't matter what <laughs> it is that you, if, if you're chilling for a little while, like both of us were yeah. for the entirety of the end of 2021, yeah. anything you start doing is insane. Totally. And it feels like, chaos it doesn't matter what it is it feels like chaos regardless like everything that I had experienced up until now has still felt like chaos I haven't gotten used to it so don't worry you are not alone in that feeling and balance is hard especially when you're excited about something so I would say hold on to that momentum that you have right now about being excited because Balance will come as you ease into it. As you create more and do more, you will find the necessary balance. Because this is so new for you, you have no idea where the balance lies, where your equilibrium is. You don't know yet. So so these things will come as you create more. But I say because you're so excited about this stuff, like hold on to that and fucking do as much as you can. Because that's one place that I still haven't picked back up yet is the creative side. Like I have been in a creative rut for a little while and I haven't been able to really pick up yet. That's not true. You literally work in like a creative creative field. I'm a, a producer. So <laughs> I I coordinate things. I send emails. I make call sheets. I am working in a very creative field, but I'm doing the admin part of the creative field, which honestly is kind of fun because I thought that I would hate it, but it's just organization and you know me I've been having a good time I mean eventually I do really want to get into the more creative side and that the creative side will come with time but I think learning this part of the production makes potentially going into the creative side of production later on all the more valuable and it makes me appreciate the entirety of the project so much more as well because I know what happens in the back end now and it's a lot. <laughs> it's definitely a lot. So, but yeah, I think hold on to that momentum, this girl, especially with, I love your cooking Instagram so much. And I think that that's been a real vessel for you, like a real creative vessel for you. And it's been so nice because you also make such creative things that I would not have ever thought who makes a breakfast soup <laughs> like that's amazing. I never would have thought of doing that. And I think that that's also like a really good outlet for you to just channel some of your channel, some of your creative cooking. Thanks, man. I honestly FaceTime cook, which is my cooking Instagram has been keeping me going, but I've been pretty consistent with it for the past couple of months for the sole reason that it has been at times one of the only things keeping me going, man. Like When you're in such a rut, you really focus on what you can control. I'm lucky, but I can control what kinds of food I eat. I'm 100% there with you because I channeled that in baking at the time and I still do. Totally. I was just like, I can't control the fact that 
I'm broke. Like I can apply for as many jobs. I can try this foot pick biz, feet pick business. I can try really hard to make to make my buck. But at the end of the day, I need to focus on feeling good. And so it was healthy eating, running every day. And at the time, that did get me through. I have noticed such a huge shift in you in the last, especially two years, yeah. in the way that you like carry yourself, in the way that you talk about your feelings and talk about what you're experiencing. You're so much more optimistic, even when you're down. So it's really lovely to see that growth within you as well, because I think you've got to do a lot of that through being alone during quarantine because you had a wild experience Mm -hmm. being kind of by yourself and Mm -hmm. for several months at a time with a curfew in Quebec like that's intense man and that does nothing but foster growth because you have no choice but to do that (laughs) there is no other option because you're just sitting there and there's only so much you can do in like a 10 by 10 foot apartment you know there's not much I'm sure you know you're the one who experienced it but you have grown so much over this last little while and I'm so glad that now when you do feel that depletion that you recognize that that's something that you don't enjoy feeling and you know the necessary steps to get you back to that higher point that is now your new baseline and that makes me really happy to hear because I love nothing more than to see you happy wow thank you um (laughs) we have a few minutes left, so it's probably not the best time for me to be introducing a new concept. But <laughs> I, cool yeah, we're just gonna send it. Uh, <laughs> we should do like in the podcast where like the last two minutes is actually the most intense of the entire <laughs> podcast, and it's like we just skip to the last two. Minutes. Yeah, seriously. But when you say healthier baseline, I really like that term, and it coincides with this uh, new idea that I learned. And it's the idea of emo diversity. Emo diversity is emotional diversity. It means that happiness isn't how often you feel happy or how frequent you feel happy, but happiness and well being is actually determined by the range of emotions that you're uh, willing and able to feel and still have a healthy baseline. And the idea with that is. You keep broadening your range and over time you get healthier and healthier baselines because with life, it's a given that there's going to be times where you feel grief, where you feel immense guilt, shame, regret, anger, sadness. Those aren't comfortable emotions to feel. But if you cultivate an acceptance that at one point or another you're going to be feeling all of them and you have ways to cope with that that's what gives you a healthy baseline and that's what keeps your baseline getting healthier and healthier every year so that's something that i'm really striving towards last night sometimes you feel emotions you don't even know where they're coming from and i think something for me is i'll feel something and i'm like why and then i, then I just start feeling shame because i can't figure out why but then last night i was anxious and i was just like i was like i can feel this like i can i can just feel it and i i, I can have soothing and coping mechanisms that can self-soothe and it's okay and i think that also kind of takes us to what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast no i think that that's such a good point and i haven't actually heard a term for that before but i think that's pretty much exactly what me and carissa were talking about Mm -hmm. which is that you need to just be able to experience these emotions for what they are in order to cultivate a healthier relationship with yourself and your mind and i wonder if it requires you feeling these emotions in order to be prepared for them 
because I think about this sometimes too. Like, I think up until now, even things have just come easily to me. I don't know why. I think the universe has just sort of been on my side up until now. Again, I have no idea why. I don't know how. I don't know if it's me or if it's the universe. But sometimes I worry because I'm like, what happens when something doesn't come as easily to me or doesn't go my way? I want to make sure that I'm prepared for an emotion like that because that is bound to happen at some point. It's never going to, life is never going to consistently go your way throughout the entirety of the years that you're existing on earth. So I just want to make sure that I feel comfortable within my emotions and everything. Sometimes I worry that I won't be able to handle it when it comes because I haven't experienced it much till now. I actually have a new concept to introduce (laughs) and it's that of perspective. I disagree with you. I think you have been through stuff in your family, in your friend groups. You say things come easily to you, but I think that's just your perspective on things. And I think that's just the way that you choose to look at things. Because in reality, I've known you've been through disappointments and heartaches, and I think you're just not entitled. And I think you have experienced, everyone every single day experiences pangs just randomly of like grief and anxiety and guilt and shame. And when you have an external situation, which is more intense and you just experience those more but it's every day how we experience our grief and shame it comes out even more so i wouldn't worry i wouldn't worry i wouldn't worry and if anything experiences that do happen like that again that kind of shake you to your core they change they shock you change your perspective and take you to the next level right so i was literally thinking about that right before you came in i was like you're not an entitled person you're considerate and you don't really take things personally that's a perspective you choose to have like you're choosing to have this perspective which really helps you and kind of makes you feel that everything's on your side (laughs) but i'm telling you like if someone lived your exact life they don't need to have the same perspective as you but they also wouldn't be living your exact life because your perspective is what has helped you attract more abundance in your life so not to say that like bad things won't happen but what is a bad thing what is a bad thing when it's all based on your perception and your perspective everything is just based on a feeling and wondering if you can handle that feeling or not so genuinely i think it's your attitude for you specifically it's your attitude and your perspective obviously you've had a baseline a healthy baseline which helped you learn and grow and prosper but you've also had many things set you back that you've chosen not to look at as setting you back and you've chosen to work with you've chosen to, t- to take those things to your advantage or sometimes in a healthy way you've just chosen to ignore it and not put as much attention onto it because it doesn't really need that do you have any any thoughts on that I'm really glad this is recorded because I'm going to go back and listen to that anytime I'm feeling a little down because that was because that was an ego boost, baby. Thank you. No, that's that's really helpful. Actually, I've never looked at it that way and ever. That is a brand new concept to me. So I really appreciate you mentioning that. I adore you. Yeah. And it's also kind of what this podcast is about, like totality goes hand in hand with emo diversity totality goes beyond 
this or that contradictions oppositions it's everything and it's nothing it's the ability to hold multiple truths in your hand and to feel okay with it and to just kind of play around and juggle with it i love the idea of totality because for me it's presence it's peace it's diversity it's range it's beautiful um i just want to say thank you so much for joining me and joining us on this journey i'm so excited thank you for having me and i'm really pumped to to hear it after it's done i want to have like an an outro but everyone take care (laughs) i hope you enjoy and stay blessed